0: Good afternoon and welcome to a special edition of the Fins Up podcast. As you can hear, it is me or I, depending on the grammar. So hello Dan, introducing today because we have something special. Now unfortunately, thanks to a uh, certain virus, it is very, well, it's easy to pass around. Terry and I unfortunately cannot record our Rugby League Outlaws Christmas special. So what we've done is we've put we put this back for weeks because it's a special surprise christmas present to our sharks fans and we thank all of you for your listens uh before we get to that though of course i'm joined tonight by some would say my better half my more handsome half um i agree it's the great terry mortimer mate how are you doing what's going on
1: look we've already recorded the emergency adam for blake podcast but uh we thought we would give the people a special special christmas present now We've been down the nostalgia path, but tell me what's happening.
0: Well, look, a couple of years ago, a season happened that we still speak. We still reference today. Some would say for the good, those people would be stupid. Some would say for the not so good. So, Terry, what we're going to do today is I'm going to intro and then hand over to you. We're going to review the shark season that was 2014. A special present. Yes. A special present indeed. Now, before I hand over to you, Terry, uh, just again, I have got a bit of a cough. Excuse me. I do apologise, but there's nothing I can do about it. I'm sorry. I'm going to tee this up, mate, because I I forget 2014. I blocked it from my memory. But...
1: Yeah, I mean, you you said that we won round one when we were off the air, and I had to correct you on that one.
0: That's it. Now, I got to round one and stopped because I wanted to keep this a surprise. But, mate, considering in 2013, we finished fifth, we won the New South Wales Cup competition and we signed the following players coming into 2024. Matt Pryor, Eric Growth, Zisar Vave, Tinara Rona, Jacob Gagan, Daniel Holsworth, and Blake Ashford. Looking at those names, considering we finished fifth and we won the New South Wales Cup, I can only assume things went really well in twenty fourteen.
1: Man, I'm just having a look at the list of players that played for us and the amount of dross that is in this squad oh my
0: well, i named a few All of right. them just then but yes yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. some awful
1: let's, uh, <coughs> let's start with uh, round one now before uh, at the end of 2013 the uh the asada investigation came to a bit of a head where they said the first uh, suspension was going to be thrown uh, at our um, our beloved coach Shane Flanagan, and he would be suspended for the entirety of the twenty fourteen season. The NRL stepped in and said that Shane Flanagan had to uh, be stood down of all NRL duties. He could not um, check emails. He could not check emails. yet. he could not be in contact with the club. He could not talk about recruitment. So the club had to re- go and re- go and recruit without Funnigan knowing. Um, he couldn't do anything. And if you remember, in the preseason, oh sorry, SG Ball started a week before the NRL started, and he went down to watch Kyle play. And and there was a oh he's at Shark Park, and he said oh, I bought a ticket, bought a ticket, right? But he wasn't allowed to be there in an official capacity. He was allowed to be at Shark Park as long as he brought a ticket. With all the you know, what was happening, uh, what was going on around, you know, this team sucks. Um, round one was at home against the Gold Coast Titans. Now, we played the Gold Coast Titans in round one in 2013 when the Asada investigation broke out. We won that game 13 points to 12. And you're kind of thinking, right, the boys are going to galvanize. We're going to get on top here. We're going to win. That didn't happen. Uh, in fact, we shit the bed. We were down 6 10 at half time. Uh, lost the game 18 points to 12. Uh, Tri scorers for us Tino Arona, and Wade Graham. Let's go through the starting lineup because it is pissed. Michael Gordon, Syfeki, Blake Ashford, Ricky Latelli, Jonathan Wright, Wade Graham, and Daniel Holdsworth in the halves. Mm-hmm. I wonder why we only scored 12 points. It's probably 10 more than I thought we would. Kofita, Morris, Bryce Gibbs, Matt Pryor, Tinaru and Paul Gallon on the bench. Isaac Debois, Simpagateezi, Tupou, Sapolonga and CSI Barbe coached by Peter Sharp.
0: Yeah, Terry, can I, start. can I just take it from here, please?
1: Yeah.
0: Peter Sharp, you know, uh, pretty smooth operator. Good, uh, by all accounts, a great bloke and a great football mind. Came out, I believe, early on in the season and said, this isn't a job I really want and it's not a job I feel qualified for. So, of course, the Sharks put him in charge. Now, without going too far down the rabbit hole, because I want to save this for later, the bloke who was looking after the club at the time, not the smoothest operator. I'll come back to this later.
1: Uh, Round two, Monday Night Football at ANZ Stadium against the Canary Bulldogs. The Dogs were one of the pre-season favourites for the premiership. They had signed... Uh, some very good players, and we were absolutely battered, 42 points to four. Um, I remember this game for a couple of reasons. One, uh, there was a lot of Sharks people online uh, calling for Panani Manu Malai um, Malaw- uh, to uh, play in the game and be our 5-8 going forward. He um, was dreadful. And number two, Josh Morris was robbed of one of the outstanding tries of the season. So, we put in a shocking kick that goes dead. My uh, <coughs> If you can believe that it goes dead. Uh, Josh Reynolds, the 5'8", gets the ball from the dead ball line, runs back to the 20, taps it, kicks the ball downfield. Josh Morris runs past everybody, picks the ball up and scores. Uh, it is brought back for offside. We're very lucky on that one because that could have been 48 points to four had that try been awarded. Was that... Uh, our try-scorer on the night was Jonathan Wright. Um, hmm. and he, so Panani made his debut away. Graham moved to the edge. Michael Leisha was on the bench. Chris Hyington and David Fafita were in the team. God, this is fucking hell. We had some shit players.
0: Yeah, I remember this day because everyone was going on about how David Fafita looked like Andrew Fafita, so he'd like Andrew Fafita. Uh, and it took about one hit-up to realise that that... Probably wasn't going to be the case.
1: Probably not. Nice. Uh, round. Oops, sorry, I clicked the wrong button. It
0: doesn't get much better from here.
1: No, round three, we take on the St. George Aura Dragons, and this game is remembered for the Brett Morris try. This is the one where he jumped, uh, he caught the crossfield bomb, jumped out of the field of play, and still managed to ground it. Uh we were down 14 points to six at halftime. John Morris scored both tries for Cradullah. Uh, the Dragons should have been docked two competition points for that. Um Yeah. 0-3. Um Todd Carney made an appearance. He was actually pretty good that night, Todd Carney. Uh any other notable players? Banani's out of the team. Michael Elisha is out of the
0: team. I think Panani only made the one appearance from memory, didn't
1: he? I hope so.
0: Because <laughs> I remember bringing him in. We brought him in and it was like, okay, this kid's good. But we thought that about Andrew Dalilana La and that seven other players. So, uh...
1: Unfortunately, he makes one more appearance. Well, fair uh, 14 points to two. Yeah, we are absolutely looking... Uh looking a shot here and round four is against newcastle and the newcastle knights are going pretty well at this stage and we are beaten 30 points to nil the knights score six tries it's 26 nil at half time uh we were absolutely monstered by joey Leilua, darius boyd and Tyron Roberts on that day, and a debut for Robbie Rocco. He scored a try. No try scores for us of note, and oh, Emmy, we yeah. No, yeah. yeah wow, about... Adam Adam Cuppertson was on on the bench for them. David Faile logo was on the bench for them as well.
0: Ah, oh, shark, great Adam yeah. Cuthbertson. Yeah, look, it was yeah. about now, Terry, that I decided this probably ain't going to be our year.
1: Yeah, Willie, I, I remember um, Willie Mason just absolutely, absolutely tearing shreds off Andrew feeder because this is at the time where it came out that feeder had signed for the dogs mm. um, and Willie Mason was just absolutely tearing shreds off him. He, he was telling him, you know, he was a dog and uh, not in the good way. Not, hey, congratulations to your Canterbury your Bulldog. He was saying, hey, your team's down and out and you're being a dog and leaving them. Um the, the corpse of Michael Dobson made a line break that game as well. It was just fucking embarrassing, man. God. God, man.
0: When we when we agreed to record this, I was I blocked a lot of this shit out, and it's bringing up a lot of Je- bad memories. To
1: be fair though, Jeremy Smith was there lock. I remember he he went to Newcastle family rings. <laughs> Kate Snowden was in there. Kirk Gidley played hooker for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are we doing? They did
1: this without Jared Mullen, oh. <laughs> who had who had an all time season.
0: Just, uh, yeah. it gets
1: better fast though. Yeah, I'll be it able gets to, better Couldn't fast. get worse. Round five, we're at home against the New Zealand Warriors. Now wanna take a moment to, to give a shout out to one player from the Sharks in this game, Nathan Stapleton, doing it really rough. Had the rugby union injury and has been uh if you can go under his cause um and, and donate some money just before Christmas. You know, this is it's going to be hard for everyone involved in the Stapleton family, but uh, the other thing as well, I was standing on the hill with Josh Bowling, who was arguably the biggest Stapo fan of all time, and Stapo scored four tries. And that corner just went absolutely mental. Like there were beers going everywhere. Josh did didn't he pay for him?
0: Yeah, I was going to say, did he pay for <laughs> The <durable. laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, God damn it! Uh,
1: we won the New Zealand Warriors <laughs> and we beat them thirty-seven points to six. And you kind of think that's a little bit of momentum. That's what we needed. Where can we get this uh can we get this rolling now? Uh tries four to Nathan Stapleton, Tinaro Arona gets his second of the year, Blake H with Sentacatizi, Michael Gordon, as useless as ever with the boot, kicked four from seven, Todd Carney nailed a field goal. What was a Carney kick? Oh, he had the hamstring issue, didn't he? Oh he uh, uh, no, the Achilles injury. Lots the Achilles of injury of <laughs> uh, yeah, he also took the piss, didn't he? Uh Chad Townsend was there five eight. Uh, huh. Sean Johnson was the half back. And they have been the house combination for Cornella. Uh noted good guy Manu Vardova scored a try for the Warriors. Conrad Herrell was in the team. Dane Nelson got Fisher, he sent Tompkins. God, this Warriors team was actually pretty good.
0: Well you gotta think it's game on for the Sharks, mate. Started slowly, kicked in, you know, Carney's up and firing, Gordon's up and firing, uh Blake Afer scored Damn. a try. Oh. Watch out, you come the Sharks.
1: Yeah, uh, CSI Va- uh, uh, made his debut for us. Well, not his actual day de- not his club debut, but his uh, season debut in that game, and that's it for the notice- noticeable uh, players. And taking a little bit of momentum and we're going across the peninsula to face our arch rivals, Manly, who didn't have a very good 2014 season either, but they were better than us, and... We lost the game twenty four points to four. We may as well have not have even got off the bus. We're down twenty half time. Uh so we drew the second half with him.
0: Hey, there's a plus.
1: Uh scored it try only try scored by Wade Graham. It was a late consolation try. Mate, I hate going to Brookvale
0: at the best of times, but these were the genuine dark days. You go at the Brookie and you expect to be pounded and the boys did not let us down that day. I can't uh, remember no. whether I was even here or not. Hopefully not.
1: Jesse Sani LaFayo was on the Manly bench, ended up playing for Cronulla in 2016. Was there anyone else that you want to talk about? James Hassan, I'm pretty sure he was a Cronulla junior. My mate Justin Horro, um, his dad was a tremendous coach, and he was a uh, back rower in the team that I played in. Ah, uh, their four-pack sucked. Well...
0: Our uh, entire team. George, wasn't much George, mate,
1: this, this was the young George Tufua was on the wing for them. Oh, did he score cool, a try. He did. Yeah, of course he did, mate. That's. Ed, was still playing then as well. He scored a try.
0: <laughs> that um, that doesn't shock me. That could be any season from twenty ten onwards, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, look, it's okay. We won one and lost one in the past two weeks. It's looking up.
1: It is looking up. Next game, we are taking on the North Queensland Cowboys, who at this time were, you know. Perennial finalists. Mm-hmm.
0: A little bit annoyed uh, at us from the year before, perhaps.
1: Oh, no, sorry. We're not taking on North Queensland. The next game we have is against the Sydney Roosters.
0: Ah, the Roosters. Well, we'll get flogged uh, on this one.
1: At Shark Park. Now, this game remembered for Ricky Lattelli picking the ball up on the 50-meter line, throwing Sonny Bill Williams into row, into row three and scoring a sensational try. And this was also the game where I realized that Sasai Fecky actually had a little bit of toe about him because he got got put away down the sideline and he burnt past the uh, Roosters players, stepped inside Infiminocello and squad under the post to make it 18-all. Unfortunately, a late try to avoid corner sealed the game for the Roosters and they win this game 24 points to 18. The defending premiers come to Shark Park and we give them a hell of a game it's but uh, we got we got well and truly paranoid in this game. Like He fucking stitched us up.
0: Well, fair enough. Was this the Bo Ryan game where he'd been into Sonny Bill the week before?
1: Uh, yeah, probably because he didn't play.
0: Gotcha. Because I know that he was on the footy show and Sonny Bill was pretty, pretty forthcoming in saying, I don't really appreciate you taking the piss out of me. And Bo doubled down big time. I can't remember yeah. whether it was this game or it was the year before or after, but we um, we upset him, and Sonny Bill had his, probably his worst game of his career, which was still pretty good. But uh, yeah. look, mate, by, by what I'm hearing, Cronulla are going to come good. Maybe make a late charge here.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, like, going to Manly is always tough. Yeah, right. Going right. to Manly right is... On. It's always tough, right? But, you know, we've we've beaten... Uh, Who did we beat? We beat the Warriors. They were probably shit in this year anyway. Um, but Push yeah, the Premier, though. Fecky, Wade Graham, Ricky Lietelli, uh Michael Leesha comes back onto the bench. No other debuts. I think all the debuts haven't toured for end. Yep. Next game against Penrith. And you know this is going to be an easy win. Yeah, Penrith. Uh, yeah. At home. Against the Penrith Panthers, this was on Mother's Day, or the day before Mother's Day, I should say. Always oh, got My came out for games. this, My sister came out for this. We we're talking a whole heap of shit here, and uh, Cronulla win the game twenty-four points to twenty. And if you remember, they uh, Dean Farday scored with about a minute to go, mm-hmm. and Matt checking centre upstairs, and he said on the advice of Adam Devchich, because we had two referees then, he it upstairs and he said, "Uh, I'm pretty sure there was a shepherd here. And the lead runner in this was uh, Sikamanu, And he must have touched Wade Graham as hard as a butterfly. Mm -hmm. And Wade Graham hit the deck as if he had been shot.
0: Good games and shit.
1: And the video referee took the try off of them. And you have to think Jamie Soward would have kicked that goal because he was kicking at an all-time level. Uh, the Panthers finished fourth this year, mm-hmm. right? And we're just this is this is you just need to remember this: the Panthers finished fourth this year. Um, this is now our second win in eight games. Uh, any debuts, no debuts for us. Michael Lucia was a, a late in with uh, Isaac Joyce out with the flu. Try scores for us: Todd Carney, Mark Gordon, Ricky Telly, Jeff Robson. Todd Carney looked absolutely sensational in this game, and I was I was thinking, far out. We we might be on here. Mm. You know, we might be on here. We can, if we can, if we can just string it, if we can get another win, if we can get another win, play Parramatta next week, if we can just get that win,
0: if Todd Carney can stay up. out of trouble, which he's notoriously good at. We should be sweet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Next game is against Parramatta. At Parramatta. And we are flogged.
0: Yeah, I remember this game? Because I remember thinking, ooh, here we go. And then I remember thinking, ah, here we go.
1: Todd Carney was ruled out during the week with it, uh, calf tightness. <laughs> and Peter Sharp, the absolute fucking bird brain, decided to put Luke Lewis in the halves with Jeff Robson.
0: Oh, genius. Now, out of the boxing.
1: He could he could have picked Panani, he could have picked uh Daniel Holdsworth. No, he, he picked Luke Lewis.
0: He gains best second row. Uh, Let's put him at five eight. Good move. Out of the box inking, mate. You can't you can't beat that.
1: Changes to the team. Todd Carney out, Taggatezia out, Michael Leisher out, Luke Lewis came in at five eight, Isaac Lewis came back up to the bench. Dave Feeder, I think this may have been his final game before he jet set it off to Warrington. We uh oh, not Warrington, uh, Wakefield. And last laster Yeah, we were smashed. De Specky, Becky, Gordon, and Graham scored. Jared Hain uh, doing his time and, and hopefully doing it awfully. In Silverwater, Sio, William McVoy, Semi Radrado, Chris Sandell, Willie Tonga. That Parramatta team was actually pretty good. Um, I don't know how they didn't do better. I always say that about Parramatta. We so always have good teams on paper and they just turned shit.
0: We said it last year, mate.
1: The Peter Sterling curse. Peter Sterling curse.
0: It's definitely a curse of some sort.
1: Not to worry, because the next game is against the West Tigers. Ah, here we go. Two points. We all know how shit they are. Mm. So this is—it's going to be round ten against the Tigers. So fingers crossed, no debuts for us.
0: Put us down for a win, Terry.
1: Yeah, we should beat the Tigers. Uh, At home at Shark Park, and we lose to the West Tigers, 22 points to 20. Was this a Uh, Sunday afternoon? It was Saturday afternoon, 5.30. Uh, Michael Gordon, we were up 20 points to 16. Michael Gordon missed a penalty goal, and uh, Corey Patterson scored, and Pat Richards kicked the goal to knock us out, uh, which absolutely sucked. Jonathan (laughs) Wright was an in. Todd Carney came back for us, skipped Sam take it easy uh outs blake ashford good in rivereta and david for out of the game should have won that game like this 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 tiger's team is pissed curtis rowe he was bald hmm. he was bald what a he bastard. Was a nonce. Yeah. david napaluma tim simona before he started gambling chris lawrence pat richards graython astor and luke brooks luke brooks oh wow we lost to luke brooks god damn it aaron woods robbie fowler keith galloway Corey patterson boden thompson adam blair Marty to power. This was the season that got Marty to power his move. Oh,
0: sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Ava, Samana. Oh, no, sorry. He moved from the dogs to the Tigers when he went to the Tigers. Samana, Blake, Austin, and Sawasa. Sue and Michael Potter is the Tigers coach. I think the Lee. I was I at this believe game
0: and I remember thinking, I think, pretty sure I was there with Kaz and Dicko. And the way we lost, Dicko. Uh, he, he he known for rubbing it in, but he knew when we were annoyed not to, and he turned to shake Kez's hand, and Kez walked off. Uh, it was a famous moment in the, in the friends' background, but uh, yeah, not a good moment as a Sharks fan, and there weren't very many this season I'm starting to remember, unfortunately. Why we why we... Re- Ugh, anyways, let's go. I know it turns around, and we come good, and we win the premiership soon, so let's let's get going.
1: Uh, round eleven is John Morris's three hundredth game at home on a Monday night to yep. the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Now Terry,
0: if there's one thing the Sharks are good at, it's winning milestone games,
1: my, my, especially for good players. Yep. Um, now, with this game on a Monday night, I decided it would be a really, really good idea to invite my mate Matt mm-hmm. and my mate Nick to this game. Yep. Both are huge Rabbitohs fans. Yep. Fair enough. And I thought, ah, oh, yeah, you know. We'll win this game. Get out some more. Uh, the Rabbitohs were pretty good that year, if I do remember. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, we have beaten 18 points to nil. Yeah. It's the second time we are held scoreless. Uh, won't be the last time. Kirasomi Ovar, noted good guy. Sam Burgess, noted good guy. Cam McInnes, Cronulla legend, were the try scorers for the Rabbitohs. Yeah. Uh, Junior Rokika made his Cronulla debut. He had a huge effort. He was
0: cool. Yeah, he was good, shit good
1: footballer. dude. Yeah, shit footballer. Most yeah, of unfortunately. Uh, our halves combination of Daniel Holdsworth and Jeff Robson. Like, this was just... Todd Carney just couldn't keep himself fit. Uh, let's have a look at the outs for this game that we did not have. No Bo Ryan, no Todd Carney, no Luke Lewis, no Paul Gallen, no Anthony Tupac.
0: Well, that sucks because uh, there are a few good players. Now, I remember this game well, Terry. No because... injury
1: for feeder either. No injury for feeder.
0: I remember paying $35 to stand on the hill and not be able to see this game, and this is where I officially started to get a little bit annoyed at the club I love. More on that later.
1: Round 12, we have the buy. So we pick up our sixth Yay. point of the year, and round 13, we go to uh, Wind Stadium. Now, very... During the buy round, it was when it was heated up between us and the Dragons for the signature of Benji Marshall. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, if we get Benji Marshall, we pair him with Todd Carney, our season turns around.
0: Yep, absolutely. You're right to think that.
1: Uh, out of nowhere, Benji Marshall elected to go to the Dragons. Yep. Um, <laughs> twice, Benji turned his back on a, a deal with the Sharks. yeah and the Dragons beat us 30 points to nil. Now, if you remember in round 11, we didn't score a point. In round 12, we had the buy. It. We beat 30 points to nil. Josh Dugan got a hat-trick. Gerard Bill scored two. Peter matta Utah scored. Gareth Wittek kicked three from six.
0: Was this a Friday uh, night, Terry? What's that? Was this a Friday night?
1: Saturday night, 7.30. Uh, Gavin Badger just tore us to pieces in the first 10 minutes with nothing but penalties. And... Uh, Away we went. Now, this Dragons team, Adam Quinlan was the fullback. He's crap. Greg Garvey, featured in the Newtown podcast. Mike Cooper, we, they got him from Warrington. He was supposed to be the next big thing. He mm-hmm. was shit. Lisa Narmar, still going around. Joel Thompson, recently retired. What a player Joel Thompson was. Like, mm-hmm. nothing special, but he would. Like, you just look at this Cronulla team at the moment. You and I were saying we're missing a back, right? Give me a prime Joel Thompson.
0: Oh, 100%. He, he both it would die for the club. You know, yeah. great, great dude. Yeah, I remember this, Terry, because we caught the bus down. And we were like, coming off a bye, season's going to turn around. We were very drunk. Uh, and then yeah. 30-0. And then pretty sombre trip back home, to be fair.
1: yeah, look, They had Shane Pamimpy and Will Matthews on the bench. And Paul McGregor was their coach. This sucks. 30-0. Why did, why did we do this?
0: Well, mate, we had a coach that didn't want to be there. We had players that shouldn't have been playing first grade. We had a CEO who uh, seemed to go out of his way to bend me over and fuck me at every opportunity. More on that later.
1: Round 14, we take on the... No.
0: Well, we take on Oh, something. round
1: 14, we have another buy. Yeah. Round 15, we take on Manly at home. Uh... And
0: we get beaten 26-0. Yep. We, we
1: haven't scored a try since round 10. That's
0: right, I remember this well. Now, if, am I correct in thinking that this was... The we haven't won eight.
1: a game since round 8.
0: So, I am correct in thinking. Okay, good. Uh, my times are... So, at this time, there was a player who was playing in Jersey Flag and lighting up the competition by the name of Valentine Holmes. More on that later.
1: Yeah. Uh, Valentine Holmes is not playing this game.
0: No, no, he's not because no. he's playing in, the, in the, the Holden Cup or whatever the fuck called.
1: Nathan Gardner played in this game. He was our fullback. Look what dreck he was. Michael Gordon was moved to the wing. Farmanu Brown, uh, his first appearance of the year for us. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. No, he played down in St. George as well. Uh, yeah, 30. Well, we haven't scored a try since round 10.
0: This was a Saturday we, night, correct?
1: This was Saturday night, seven thirty at home. Tom Simons with a double. Justin Horo, Jamie Lyon, and Steve Maddow, the try scorers. Lucky Jamie Lyon couldn't kick goals that year, because otherwise the scorelines could have been much much worse. Now I was in the uh,
0: stands much- with uh, a good mate Stevie, uh, sitting just over the tunnel, and I remember that there was a prevalent Twitter account, as it was known back then, kids, uh, named Blake Asherd's Hair, and it was. Pretty popular. And anyways, Aisha missed a tackle that you or I probably would have made. And they scored very early. And I was with Laura at the time, who was obviously a Miami fan, which, you know, I'll never live down to this day. And he missed. And within a minute, the Blake should hair thing had said, rats almost got him. And I read it out and it killed the entire bay. And from then on in, it was just a laugh because we knew we were going to get bummed on the football field. Please go on.
1: Yeah. Uh, the following week, we go up to Brisbane uh Hussein high, 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 high flying Brisbane Broncos and we set a record mm-hmm. and we break it a week later. Uh no, this one wasn't a record. We break the record the next week. We were down twenty two points to nil against the Brisbane Broncos and things were looking really bad on a Friday night.
0: Disgusting
1: and really bad. We come back too. to win the game twenty four points to twenty two, Todd Carney, Saifeki, Paul Gallon and a late try to Jake Gagan sealed a win for Cronulla, and you're like, "Come on! It's the third win of the year. We've broken the dark. We've come back. Todd Carney was sensational, man of the match, mm-hmm. man of the match performance. And then we wake up on Sunday. double game on Friday night. Yep. The boys come home on Saturday, go out, celebrate it, hard it for the night.
0: Saturday night, I'll never forget it."
1: We woke up on the Sunday morning to an image on the back page of the Daily Telegraph of Todd Carney pissing in his mouth.
0: Now, I remember this well. Now, coming off the win, I was at work because I'd stopped rostering off for games because I was so disillusioned. Watched it, streamed it at work back when that was cool. And we saw it, you're beauty. So Saturday night, I remember my uh, my daughter was up late. Uh, no, my son was up late. And I put him in uh, for a buff. And I came back, and this was before the, I had a smartphone, and I logged into the Twitter machine, and I saw about 30 pictures of Todd Carney's penis Now, earlier in the year, I I tweeted a picture of Todd Carney. I retweeted a picture of him drinking while he was injured, and Buzz Rothfield picked it up and tweeted it out, and Carney obviously went in the quote tweets and found me, or whatever it was at the time, and messaged me and says, Beat it, and I said, Mate... You're a highest-paid player. You need to be leading by example. And he said, "Leave the football to me. So when I saw this, I was torn. Because one, I loved Togkani, the player. And two, I hated him as a person. So this was a very bittersweet night. But uh, yeah, if there's two things I didn't want to see. It was our best player getting sacked. And our best player's penis shooting his own urine into his own fucking mouth. at none of these. God, I hate this season so much. I don't know why I let you talk into this.
1: Yeah. Uh... Everything you said and more, I, at the end of the, on Friday night, I was on cloud nine. I remember it, I remember it really well. Um, Harper had just been born, um, four days beforehand. I was, you know, second time dad, this game was, you know, just the, the peak euphoria, like it's the first game, which is going to be anything like Ellie, Ellie was born in 2010. And when I actually took her to games, we didn't lose until like 2013. The thing was, I just didn't take her that many games. Um I was like, Come on. Come Good on, lifetime. kid you got it. By, by Sunday afternoon I was in absolute disbelief that some well, one, Todd Carney could be even more of an idiot than he had been. And two, that he'd just absolutely piss in his mouth. What?
0: I don't I don't know mate. There's lots of things about Todd Carney that I'll never know. And to his credit, he really has turned his life around. I wish him the best because you know, although he did about thirty dumb things, he never really hurt anyone other than himself. I
1: driving is pretty serious, and he, he cost his mate a, uh, a contract and a chance to play an RL footy, but more on that later. Um,
0: yeah, there's much um, more to come, unfortunately. But my, my anger was building, Terry, very important. But, uh, yeah, look, and good win, good win.
1: Saturday, the 5th of July, we head to the Sydney uh, Football Stadium, Diff. and we... Uh, Lue, we sorry we beat the Sydney Roosters thirty points to twenty eight after being down twenty four points to six and twenty eight points to six early in the second half uh, before a huge comeback and a try saving tackle by Jacob Gagan. Now there are there are lots of words that I will use to describe Mitch Orbison because mm-hmm. I think Mitch Orbison was a great player and he was really really out like really really hard hard pressed to have not played a, a one rep football and to a lot of rep football because I think he was just the perfect kind of player for that. But Mitchell obviously is a fucking fibber Mm -hmm. because right at the end of the game, he crossed the line and there were a hundred sharks under him. Like I'm pretty sure our fans jumped the field and held him up Yep. and he got up celebrating and, and, and you know, to, to his credit, Henry Paranara, who is a, a fucking knobhead, uh, Went upstairs with a no try, and he was like, "No, no, no! I've scored. No angle showed it. No angle showed it, right?" And then, in the press conference at the end of the game, he's like, "No, I hundred percent scored." And Trent Robinson was like, "Oh, if Mitch tells me he scored. He scored. Oh, no worries, man." So every time like we run out there, oh, he knocked on. He, no, we actually scored that. Like, shut up. Just, just, just copy it all. Oh, this is our fourth win of the season, and up until this point, it was our well. This was our best win of the season.
0: Absolutely, was. Now, good mate. Had lost his father a couple days before, and I was unable to because the 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 girlfriend or fiance, whatever she was at the time, was unwell, and I was I was watching Bryson. I remember putting him down for sleep, and then we celebrated the win. I remember texting him, you know, that was for your Dad, etc., etc. This is one where the iconic photo of New Brown and all the boys celebrating with our jersey that had no sponsor on it, and it hit all the all the lead pages uh, of when they held up. Would have been good to sponsorship. You know exposure, but we didn't have one. Thus, you know was where we were at that day. But uh, mate, two wins in a row, two huge underdog wins, especially without Todd Carney. You're starting to think, you know, we really suck, but we got it in us, and we, we galvanise. And the Sharks always been a team that, you know, when they're bad, they're they're very bad, but they can pull that win out against the, you know, against the grain, against the expectation. So I'm starting to think. Maybe we're going to make a late run here. Finals probably beyond us. But, you know, the future is bright. The rest of the season is good. just want to double down about how good Valentine's Holmes was by this stage because I remember thinking we need to get him on the wing ASAP. He was very young, very raw, but the best prospect we had in the club. So um, more on that later. Hint, 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 hint.
1: It was also at the end of this game that Cronulla announced the signing of one Jackson Bird Mm -hmm. for the twenty. 15 season. Yeah. Uh, next, we go to round 18 legend. to take on the Newcastle Knights at home.
0: Two wins and
1: Cronulla start off like an absolute house on fire. So Fecky scores first. Michael Gordon, Jeff Robson scores tries. We're up 18 points to nil. Uh, we lose the match 31 points to 18.
0: Yeah, we did the reverse. We didn't. The last few weeks, we let them yeah. get a, we ran them down. We went out and we blew our stack early and it was about this time that I started thinking shit.
1: Yeah, look, I I was of the belief at the time that if we had won this game, that we would have we would have continued some momentum into the season because you know there were there were a few other winnable games in there and and you know the Raiders weren't doing too well at this point in time. Um Man, but this one hurt as well because my, my mate Bryce had come up to watch me play soccer and we are at Guy Mia and uh, oh, I was playing for Guy at the time and we won our game 5-1. Oh, 5-0, sorry. Uh, 5-0, I didn't concede a goal, absolutely. Um, and he's giving me that because our game kicked off at the same time as theirs, yep. And he's giving me the play-by-play, and he's standing next to me, and he's like, oh, he's watching the game. He's watching my game. I didn't have much to do that day. You know, as an elite goalkeeper, you don't. Um, and he's like, you know, 6-0. It's, it's 12. You know, Michael Gordon scored. Gordon. Uh, Jeff Robson scored, you know, <coughs> second, second half. Every time he was just, I was just like, Bryce, shut up. We don't want to hear just it, Just turn you the, the aircon on, on if anyone can I'm, hear I'm it. done. I'm done with this.
0: Uh, Fairly so too Now we do have 24 minutes And I need 4 minutes to rent. So Terry's uh, going on
1: <laughs> So next up Against the North Queensland Cowboys We lose the game 18 points to 36 uh, Doesn't get any better
0: Doesn't get any better Now this time my anger was building Terry And Asada was closing in we were promised a, this will be over before too soon, and I think we're maybe two or three games away from a um, an outcome. But, uh, yeah, look, we're not sitting well, and old Salo Dan's not too happy with how things are going. Again, Terry's one. Yeah,
1: those. no. Yeah, this, uh, we're down 12, 12, uh, 16 points to 12 at half time and thinking that we could come out and get it done, and then Thurston just turned it on and we got snapped.
0: As is tradition for this and Sharks team, but uh, let's skip over the next few weeks, Terry, because it gets very boring very quickly. But uh, something is about <laughs> to happen, so we'll just we'll just wait. It's all good. For those that can't Sorry, see, man. which is everyone, as Terry's just checking his matches. What's
1: <laughs> happening? But uh, twenty uh, round twenty, we go up to Bathurst, and I was at this game. This mm. was a lot of fun. Paul and I uh, took a road trip up to Bathurst. And it was just like, yeah, it was it was it was a great road trip. It was a it was a great game. Uh, I remember this game for multiple reasons. One, I got into it with uh, Brent Kite when he got hooked um, early in the second half. Feeder ran over the top of him, and I, I just got stuck into him. And all he could turn around and say to me was, "Nice sunglasses, you flog."
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: But also, as well, uh, Paul was getting into Jamal Idris. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the next minute, Paul's getting attacked. And uh, security you know, dragged the person away. And uh, we had been standing about six feet from Jamal Idris' family.
0: Oh, you um, Yeah.
1: Uh, oh, I, also, I, also remember, I also remember this game because... Um, uh, Andrew Feeder made an incredible run. Burst through the middle... And you're looking on the inside and who's supporting him. Who do you think is supporting him? You want your fullback, you want your halfback, you want your eight. The only person who was keeping up with prime Andrew Fafita was prime Sam Taggettese. Oh. easy scored next to the post and Michael Gordon missed it.
0: Of course he missed it. Now, there is some breaking news. St. George Elawarra star Junior Monet is, has been deregistered by the NRL. So, <laughs> the he has, yeah, yeah. I've, I've,
1: I've been waiting for this. I was like, we did the a- we did the AFB <laughs> podcast a bit too much because the dragons have just taken three L's in one day. Oh wow,
0: this is uh, huge. Yeah, so good. But uh, yeah, look, no, yeah, you know, I'd hardly paid any attention to that for laughing at the dragons. But um, yeah, it, um, it's going off on the Twitter team. <laughs> yeah.
1: it's, it's absolutely good. They, they have not had a good day. It's, no. it's, it's a hard day to be little brother today, but. Uh, But round 21, we go back to Shark Park and take on the uh, high-flying eels. Uh, Jared Hayne absolutely tore us apart in this game. Now, I use the word tore for a great reason because uh, I think it was... No, because Jeff Robinson can't pass the ball that far, so it must have been far minor ground. Throws an absolute shocker of a ball, and Jared Hayne picks the ball up, and he's, he's streaming down the field, and then out of nowhere... Jacob Gagan takes off after him, and he gets him. And as he, he he gets him about ten meters out from the line, and as he's about to pull him down, Jacob Gagan tears his hamstring off the bone, and Jared Haynes scores under the post. Now this game will also be remembered for the debut of Valentine Holmes, try scorers for us: Farmonu Brown and Jeff Robinson. Excuse <coughs> us. Uh, but yeah, this was the last time we saw Jacob Gagan in Sharks colours. Yeah, Terry. Horrific injury. Sucked. Not only Terry's hamstring off the bone, he tore his hamstring tendon, and that was yeah, that was the end of him in terms of his first grade career.
0: He was a bit of a bright spark for a couple of weeks there too. Now, two weeks before this happened, Terry, I um had the shits, and at the time I was writing my own monstersport.com. Some will remember it, probably most won't. It's a long time ago now. And I wrote an article that was an open letter to the Sharks, and I said that you know. Things aren't good, we've got a coach who doesn't want to be there publicly, we've got a young kid, Valentine Holmes, who's a superstar that can't get a start, Uh, our halves are shit, our discipline's shit, Uh, it's overpriced, we've fallen out with the community, no one knows what's going on, and we need some positivity. Anyways, good mates at Zero Tackle and League Freak, retweeted the shit out of it, and it went quite big to the point where it did 10,000 views within an hour. And a lot of the people found me and were like, yeah, Dan, you're right. You know, fuck these guys. Anyway, so next morning I'm, I'm off. I, I, I can't remember why, but, but Laura was at work and I was at home and Bryson was asleep. And I got a call from Laura saying, Steve Noyce is looking for you. So what the fuck do you mean Steve Noyce is looking for me? Those who don't remember, Steve Noyce was our CEO at the time and uh, not doing a great job. I think it's fair to say. I don't think I'm breaking any news there. And anyways... He proceeded, so Laura passed my number on, because I, I put the membership in her name, as you do. You pass the buck, and she got the call first. Anyways, he called me, and I said, Hey, Steve, thanks for the call. Do you mind if I record this? Because, you know, if what you're saying is true, let's put it to the people. I'll transcribe it. I'll put the thing out. I won't change any promise. And he told me to fuck off. He said, You didn't go through the right challenges. You, you're going to listen. Proceeded to tear me apart, to tell me that I didn't know what I was talking about, that the sharks were flying, the pricing was good, and we're averaging about 5000 This is pre- our, you know, limit being about eight, which it currently should be now, uh, he told me Valentine Holmes would go play in traffic before he played first grade, that we're in all the schools and that I knew nothing, and that I probably should watch what I'm saying because I'm a Sharks fan and I should love the team. So anyways, we went had a bit of back and forth, and he heard me out to his credit, and I said, would you put any of this in writing? And he told me to fuck off and hang up. So I was in a pretty bad mood, but I thought, "Oh, what the hell. At least they heard me. Two weeks later, Val Holmes is there. A day after, he sent a big email addressing multiple things I wrote saying, you know, we realise we haven't done this and we haven't been in the schools. I, I called Cronulla and said, can I speak to Noyce? Because he's got up me and then admitted everything. And they're like, oh, no, he's not taking calls, especially from you. So from that day, I thought, fuck Steve Noyce. Two weeks later, I met him at Cronulla. And I'm, I'm not I'm not a guy who likes confrontation. I like to joke and, you know, to be his credit, he called me and he could've, he could have just not. And I saw him and I said, Steve, it's Dan from Monster Sport. Thanks for the call and shook his hand. And he, he, he barely looked at me and he walked off. And Laura's like, what the fuck's his problem? And I explained and she's like, oh, okay, I probably would have ignored you too. Funny thing, yeah, a couple years later, she did. Now, anyways, Terry, it was around this time that Val got named, obviously, and played quite well. And I've sent an email saying, hey, what happened to what you said? And he didn't reply. Now, a couple weeks later, or oh, maybe months, I can't remember, his job was terminated by Cronulla. Because of all the things that I said, and then some. I just wanted to get that out there. But if Steve, if you're listening, and you probably are, fuck you! Thank you so much.
1: Very well done. Round 22, we're taking on the New Zealand Warriors, and we lose this match 16 points to 12. We're down 16 6 at half time. Uh, Sasai Fecky scores a try with about seven minutes to go to give us some. Glimmer of hope, and at this point, James Shepard is our coach. Peter Sharp has stepped down.
0: Yeah, two weeks after, I said you should do that. Must be a coincidence. Yep. We got 15 minutes, Terry.
1: Yeah, we're up to... Well, we don't we don't play finals, so we're not going deep in this podcast. Uh, round 23, we go down to Melbourne, and we get the shit bashed out of us. We're down 30-0 at halftime. We lose the game, 48 points to 6. Valentine Holmes scores the first of many, many tries for Cronulla... Uh, Blake Ashford's on the bench with Junior Rakika, Michael Lisha, and Tim Robinson. Uh, and it's about
0: now we're starting to think, uh oh, we might actually finish last. Uh,
1: it, it, it's about now that we uh, we have, yeah, we. There, there's a game coming up that orbit seals it. Um, and, is it the, yeah, it's the next game. And don't the forget, next game the starter is Fate. Sirpling. Uh, yeah, and so it's at this point here, we must must be told that Asada made a deal with our players. Uh, anyone involved in the 2011 season could take a three-game suspension, so they couldn't play around 24, 25, or 26. know uh, that made a difference. We took on Canberra. Uh, this is the lineup that we took on Canberra with Michael Gordon, Sy Fecky, Jonathan Wright, Ricky Latelli, Valentine Holmes, Farmani Brown, Who had a really good season, by the way. Jeff Robson. I wanted him to partner Jack Bird in the halves. Mm -hmm. Just quietly. Tim Robinson, Michael Oysha, Matt Pryor, Chris Hyington, Tuko Sokowonga. Blake Ashford was named a lot. Pat Politone, Junior Rikiki, Kisiani, Massima, and Scott Sorensen. We were at home to the Canberra Raiders, and we were up six points to nil on early try to side Becky. Six nil at halftime, and we just ran out of energy. And this is the game that confirmed that we would finish last.
0: That's it. Now, I'd stop rostering off the games at this point, but I did start a, an hour late. Um, I think well, you know, Sunday was double time, so about 38 bucks an hour or something back then, which was pretty good for what I was doing. Uh, Sacrificed to watch this crap in the staff room downstairs. So, mute. Yeah, fuck you, Steve Noyce again.
1: Uh, we go up to North Queensland. And lose a golden point thriller to the North Queensland Cowboys 20 points to 19. Daniel Holsworth. Side he got a double. Pat Tony scored. Fess and Tom Lola got a double. John Thurston scored. John Thurston kicked three from three. Michael Gordon kicked three from three. Uh, Daniel Holsworth kicked field goal. John Thurston kicked one, sent the golden point, and then kicked the match winner. <coughs>
0: <coughs> Go- Great field goal.
1: Winner. This was Panani's second and final game for us. Fair enough. Uh, but our bench was Sioni Massima, Scott Sorenson, Patriciolo, and Panani Manu Maliali.
0: That sucks.
1: Terrible. we got one game to go. One game. We're on the final strength. We're at home. Oh, no, sorry. We're away. We're away in round 26 at Leichhardt Oval to the West Tigers. And again, we're up 10 points to four at halftime. And again, we lose the game 26 points to 10. Valentine Holmes got a double. He was incredible. Now I remember this game for a couple of reasons. One, because Valentine Holmes was probably the best player of the park in a losing pitch and he, uh, in a losing team. Sorry, and um, was a winger. And second, it was uh, Damien Irvine's farewell. And we went and watched this game in a dingy pub in uh, Leica. Um We all went out there to wish him all the best in his new adventure over. Um, in the football world in England and 26 points to 10. Yeah, it was it was not good. Uh, Bodine Thompson got a double. Blake Austin, Mitchell Moses and Curtis Sorenen. Um and this was the game as well. Was Blake Austin was in tears at the end and that was when it was announced that he was leaving the Tigers to go to the Raiders and that is the end of our 2014 season. So we finished last with Five wins. We won two at home and three away. Uh, we finished with the lowest points scored. Mm-hmm. Uh, with shocking. 334. The next lowest was the Gold Coast Titans with 372. We only played them once that year as well, which hurt, because we probably going to beat them. Um, and we weren't the worst defensive team.
0: That's shocking.
1: We weren't the worst defensive team. The uh, The West Tigers were the worst defensive team. They conceded 631 points. Not much has changed. Mm. Uh, And Canberra conceded 623. We conceded 613. We had a four and against of minus 279. Uh, Yeah, bad. Not much to write home
0: about, Terry, in that season.
1: We we averaged 13.92 points per game. Mm. And we did 24. So, basically, we went out and we lost every game 26
0: to 14. Yeah, it felt like it. Um, yeah. And,
1: you know, we three, three of our wins, oh, sorry, four of our wins were by two points and one was by 31.
0: Yeah, so we probably only played well for three or four games that season, plus a few halves. Uh, in yeah. terms of the positives, yeah, look, Val debuted and we signed Jack Bird. Outside of that, not too much. Um, but of course, the big positive for me was was getting rid of Steve Noyce and a disinterested coach, and of course, welcoming back Shane Flanagan for the next year. When we all know what is coming. But uh, speaking of what's coming next, Terry, we'll be uh, we'll be recording a third podcast in a row. Yes, we are heroes, and it'll be something something special. But it won't be as special as this because this fucking sucked. Alright,
1: mate. And on that note, I have to bounce. I will see you again in ten minutes.